minutes 38 remaining. They lead by 10 points. It's Fremantle's game to lose here. Sandal hands the big fist. Oh, look at that. What are you going to do? Somehow. Hello, Dorkers, back for 2021, uh, the most popular podcast uh, for the Dockers, back well and truly. Juddy, how you doing? Mate, it's the your favourite independent Frio podcast brought to you with no affiliation with the Dockers except for the membership that we pay for. <laughs> There's been some, uh, some leaps and bounds made for the boys over at Purple Rain. We've just been struggling to get some microphones organised, but we're finally back. We are back. Um, we've got a pretty good setup now, mate. We're, Oz would be not proud, but he'd be like, you know, when in school you go from like having a pencil license and not having a pen license to like you're allowed to use pen sometimes. <laughs> I reckon that's where we're at with Oz. You can use pen like special occasions. It's probably um, yeah, mate. Big advantage of COVID's been this new remote podcast. There's just like a massive boom in, <laughs> yeah. in non-contact podcasting. So we've jumped on to some, a... Uh, some may say we actually, uh, you know, we're groundbreakers in this. We've been doing it for a while. <laughs> we didn't do it well. We didn't make any money from it. We didn't improve it at all. We probably set it back years, and that's why it took so long. <laughs> but, yeah, oh, so we've got... sorted now. It's pretty good. It's pretty good now that we've got the technology. We're face to face. We can see one another, which is interesting. It might be a little distracting, but um, we'll see how it goes. We hope the audio is a little more crisp. We are trying over here at Dork Talk. Yeah, Monkey's got a, a Death Star mic. It does look like a Death Star. Maybe yep. send your photo on stage. <laughs> I'm running. I'm running the old um, Apple iPhone earphones, the AirPods. So they're always good. Yeah, I was kind of. The Death Star, the mic is pretty good, but I was more hoping for like a big rap, rap kind of setup, like with the full, yeah, but a bit out of the market at the moment. Something to catch, something to catch your spit. <laughs> but, mate, it's good to be back. It's good to have people at the footy again, kind of good just to be watching again. Um, this round was yeah. huge. Kind of got me back into it. It was a good kickstart, especially Sunday afternoon got us started. But, I mean, the whole Sunday round. Afternoon, midnight. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> But um, More than early. um, footy at the moment, mate. Funny big round, yeah. Huge round. It was good. Just quickly, good, good on the Facebook team. Like uh, we didn't really ask for questions or anything, which is all right. But you know, just some people telling us like what they've been up to, or just just saying you're happy to have us back, mate. I don't mind that. It's good to see book, people book. out there that listen to us. It's weird. Book the bus. <laughs> It's one of my favourite sayings, man. Just book it. It was good, um, good reading that. <laughs> it, it, to, to be honest, you know, there were a few. I did look up some bus companies come three quarter time at uh, <laughs> Sunday. I was pretty excited. Should we talk about it? What did you like to touch on? You want to touch on the Dockers? You want to go through a bit of the AFL in general? I thought we'd kick off with a bit of the tribunal stuff and maybe I want to touch oh, on bloody. You can talk about the AFL in general. Go for it, mate. What do you got for me? 
<clears throat> bit of the tribunal concussion stuff, which is obviously hot at the moment with old Nat Fife and Dangerfield going down in rounds one and two, two big ex-Brownlow yeah. players. Going down on other sides of the concussion thing. Yeah, yeah, which is, yeah, going down on other sides of cushion, but being involved. There's still huge discussion in AFL and people probably misunderstanding. It is so funny to see when you land, which if your player is getting destroyed or destroying, it's always, if your player is oh, just like, yeah, yeah, if you're true. knocking someone out, it's like, he ran into him. Yeah, the bracing <laughs> for contact has been big this week. Like, he's just bracing for contact. It's like, all right, my fist is just bracing for contact with your jaw. Like, <laughs> Barry Hall is just bracing for contact with um, Staker's jaw. It's like, it's, and then as soon as, you know, anything happens to the other team, it's, you know, 10-week suspensions being thrown out there. Facebook <laughs> is just a horrible, yet horribly addictive time to go on and have a look at these comments. There's people calling for more than two weeks, though. I mean, Watson, um, Tim Watson came out and said that it's a bit hypocritical that, um, you know, they're giving this, I don't know what the AFL policy, they're calling it now like a return to football or something. It's got like a a return to football policy or something for like, so Nat Fife goes through that and he's just saying it's a bit ironic that the person dishing it out gets two weeks, like if you're going to put the significance on it. Um, yeah. They really, but I thought two weeks is pretty, it's, it's, Pretty fair. Um, I don't think there's anything unreasonable about it. I mean, the Dangerfield one's pretty bad as well. Like, that's just a massive lunge at some guy. Like, how are you meant to teach people not yeah. to do it if you're not dishing out these kind of punishments? Agreed. I think if you look at the, the incident, though, Fife got shit-mixed, and I think you can say <laughs> however much you want around it. He got properly shit-mixed so much, though, that his head was the first thing to hit the ground. Like, he got hit oh, so yeah. hard in the shoulder jaw area yeah. but his head went down first and you know you've got to get hit pretty hard to drop of what 95 kilo bike big on boy. his head um i think the force involved in that is pretty, and the fact that he was completely unaware um this this takes me into a uh, media review panel an early call for Ooh. media review panel so Who's john ralph mate john ralph uh well-known media AFL person, loves to just talk shit on Twitter, um, was just like, oh, you know, Fife probably needed to have more awareness. It's like, <laughs> sort of like, you know, shades of Brittany Higgins in Parliament should have had more awareness not to get drunk and pass out. You know, it's like, well, no, like, <laughs> you're allowed to run around not looking over your left shoulder. Like, he shouldn't just be allowed to get shit mixed because you weren't aware. No. Um doesn't have the footy. He doesn't. He's not expecting to get a huge bump, and you got him in the head and concussed him. I feel yeah. like saying that someone should be more aware is such victim blaming in this case. Obviously, very different. Like conflate those two issues too much, but it just reminded me of victim blaming in way more serious circumstances, like what's oh. going on in the parliament. Right? Mate, John Ralph had it. He's had a shocking week. He was coming out calling Lockie Neal for staging when he was rubbing his jaw, he yeah. was saying, what happens if what happens if he gets caught, there's no high contact and it's only chest contact and he's he's carrying on rubbing his jaw, is he going to get done for staging? It's like, mate, yeah, how about you stand there, get punched from behind and let's see how you react. Let's see. Another very, another, he's choosing weird hills to die on this dude. Like he's, why is he trying to come out and support, um, what's his name, Gary Rowan for yeah. punching someone from behind? Well, like, it was sort of mostly chest, copped him a bit in the jaw. But it's like you lunged at this guy, knocked him to the ground from behind. Same with fight. He's not watching and you get shit mixed and he gets concussed. Like why yeah. are people choosing to die on these hills defending these actions? 
A lot of defense oh, for Yeah, Rowan. that was pretty bad. He should get a few in. It's weird. Very fiery um, down there at the Cattery, wasn't it? The same the same people that are saying that Dangerfield should have go off, got off, you know, uh, are the same ones that are, you know, this week defending Gary Ryan saying got him in the chest. And it's like, all right, well, next week someone will get shit mixed from Geelong and you know they're just going to come out and cry. Oh. Um, people just, you know, these need to be screenshotted, I think. But yeah, early MRP to John Ralph, oh, he stinks this week. He <laughs> been him. Yeah. Life down. John will go down. Mate, in more good AFL news, flipping over to the AFL, should we jump into the AFLW news? It's a massive, um, yeah. it's finals weeks for the girls down at the Dockers. It's also a huge day. Uh, All Australian squad was announced, and our girl, um, Kiara Bowers. Yeah, she got the coaches award, so that she yeah. got the most coaches vote. Um, she's a gun. Duck loves her. She smashed it. Um, yeah, mate. I went through because I've been watching heaps of it. I've watched most games, I'd say, of the AFLW, and I know most of the players now as well by number. So we could do an AFLW number <laughs> game later if you want. <laughs> oh, I need um, weeks to prepare for that. <laughs> yeah, you sure do. Not by possessions rank, um, but. So I went through and I was like, the girls, so there's AFLW, I mean, obviously this is this is arguable, but I was like, Kiara Bowers is an out-and-out gun. Ebony Antonio is an out-and-out gun. Gemma Horton's an out-and-out gun. I think this chick, Jasmine Stewart's a really good player as well. Um, and Tough then person. there's a bunch of, like, yeah, so a bunch of really solid players that I think a lot of teams have, like, one or two guns, and then they don't have these solid players. So I've got yeah. Sabrina Duffy. Um, Cara Antonio, so Ebony Antonio's wife, Roxy Boo, Gabby O'Sullivan, Cuthbertson, Steph Kane, and Hayley Miller are all like, I just remember watching them, they're like really reliable. Um, you know, Gabby O'Sullivan doesn't really miss that much. Duffy doesn't really miss goals that much, which is, you know, worth its weight in gold in the AFLW. Obviously, they've had their scoring troubles and stuff. Um, we've just got like, you know, past, there's only 16 on the field, and I reckon we've got. 14 absolute guns or extremely solid. And then there's a lot of young kids coming through as well. Um, but, yeah, there's there's a lot to like about our team. I think um, we'll fly under the radar more and more. We definitely should have won the last two games. We lost by, like, a point, five points or something. I and we didn't play until three-quarter time. We had that rough. So we had rough. We've had three games in Melbourne, haven't we, in a row. We had that big win against Carlton where we came from nowhere. And then we've... Um, yeah. And we just got pipped by North Melbourne. Probably a good one running into finals, a bit of defeat like that. I think North were playing for a spot. Make you hungry. So, yeah, North came the position below us, I believe. So we play we play the position Melbourne. above us and North. North yeah, we, and then North plays the team above them. I've got it open on my phone, actually. Why am I not just looking at it? North play Pies. We play Melbourne. So it must be... One and two. Um, one and two get a rest. That's yeah. their week off. I think Brisbane That's adds Brisbane to Brisbane Collingwood? Brisbane. No, Collingwood's through, but Collingwood are playing this week. Anyway, Brisbane's really good. Um, who's the other team? Mate, just, just on this point, I'm like, Adelaide's really good as well. Just on this point, the AFLW part of the AFL app is the most yeah. unuser friendly thing. <laughs> it's like you have to, like, type in eight passwords and, like, you know, do a secret handshake to get to the AFLW area. And then once you're there, there is so much information that's not what you want. You want the current scores, you want the ladder, yeah. and you want the fixtures, and it's, like, hidden away. 
It almost like, pops you out to a web you just have it. Yeah. Oh, mate. You, yeah, you almost have to, like, go look at the notice board at, at <laughs> school, like, see what the fixes are. It's great. Um, yeah, so I think it must be the winners of these two weeks play Adelaide and Brisbane in the same particular order. Yeah. And then the winners of those go to Grandy. So, I don't know. I reckon well, we've beaten Melbourne. We beat, oh, no, they beat us in that horrible weekend. Yeah, <laughs> where we lost to the demons and the men's, and then they beat us in the women's too. Yeah. But over in Melbourne. Oh, um, we see. So it should be mate, good. Super exciting for him. What about in the in the Dockers North game? Did you see the MRP that came out from that for Emily Emma King from North Melbourne? Nah. She had nah, three incidents. Yeah. Number sixty. She had three incidents of striking. Three individual reports in one quarter of football. <laughs> There was a buffet. I yeah. was talking about it in the thread, and Rendog was like, "Oh, we might see some buffet here." And then he was like, oh, yeah. my God, there is buffet." So three incidents of striking um, in the same. Roxy Ruth throws her weight around a little bit. She likes firing people up. She's about nineteen years old or something. She's so young that she's a pretty good player. So yeah, we'll follow ten yeah. ten twenty on Saturday. <laughs> Probably. Let's have a look. I have got it here. Matches. Fixture. Yeah, so 12.05 my time, oh, so yeah. 10.05 your time. So, anyway, so have a coffee and go watch the Dockers. Get around them. Mate, moving into, we'll get into a bit of the Dockers, the men's side now, and we'll probably go straight into the injuries. I just watched Joe Brighty have a little yeah. chat about the injury list there. Joe Brighty. Joe Brighty. <laughs> Mate, if you're, if you're sober, it's all right. You've got some variety. <laughs> um, massive news that Walters is probably up and available. Walters and the big cyclone boy. Big Who? cyclone Tracy. Oh. Big, big Tracy, mate. He wasn't injured. He was suspended. Yeah. <laughs> Shit mixing. Um, <laughs> old mate, ex-docker in the waffle practice, mate. In a, for the Swan. Is Swanee District, he fairly buried that guy. Good hit. Um, it was ex-Docker player, real Dockery sort of a dude. I forget what his name is. Um, but, yeah, he that is not going to be the first time he gets suspended. He's going <laughs> to... Frequent flyer? It would be a frequent yeah, flyer joining there. We're lucky, we're lucky that bad record thing's not, not a thing anymore. But um, super news um, to have um, Walters coming up, man. Walters played against GWS on the weekend. He could have been one of the Polish players who probably kicked three to four goals straight and really, really turned that around for us without without finishing. But I think with Fife going out, um, it'll be welcome back, come straight in, pack a spare yeah, bag. I hope so. And Tracy can sort of come in and be the, um, the tall that Fife was. So then we've still got two tools. And then Walters can just be a bit of class. Yeah. And can go in the mids as well if needed. Um, Sam Sturt might get welcomed back to the Waffle. Yeah, I think he'll play Waffle because he's only 20 or so and he's had so many missed games. But um, good signs. Mate. If he comes back in, our forward line can look very different in five weeks time. He's a bit of a goal scene. He's about 190 centimetres. Mm. And he's, very... he's really much in the fight build, man. He came in as a yeah. skinny little like half forwarder. <laughs> I mean, he's getting big now. 72 kilos he comes in at. So he's me and him, uh, we would fight pound for pound. He'd probably outreach me by a yeah. little bit. Yes, <laughs> probably. Um, Griffin Logue, uh, 
apparently been tracking well, might be welcome back. He's probably got one more week with his ankle. Is, does he done it? Well, there was nah, it's hammy. So there was oh. some weird stuff with the injury thing. He was he was a test last week. Obviously failed the test, but now he's got a week to go. So he must have done something pretty bad on his test. Spell hamstring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, nah, I'm out. Um, there are a few people like that, but you know, at least we've got time frames and everyone. Yeah, you know, Lob's only four, four to six weeks away or whatever. It's pretty good. I think Lob, Lob, um, Tucker. It'd be good to see Tucker come back. Like he was kind of having a good season last year and was just that um, looking a lot silkier and more deadly in the midfield. I think he'd be a, a warm welcome back. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's going to be interesting if we can escape because we've got the easy draw now. Like we've got Adelaide and North and stuff coming up, Carlton and all these things. If we can get through that with all our injuries and then we get our players back and we have a really healthy squad oh. for the business, it's, it's yeah, I don't know. We'll see how we go. We'll test our thing. Like there's no way Freddie gets played as prominent a role on the weekend if all those players aren't out. So there's some good to come with it. Yeah. You can only play the hand you're dealt. There's some, yeah, some massive push and shove coming um, for the squad. Who... This week in particular, we'll go to Carlton, um, start talking more. Fife goes out. Do you think Blakely gets injury emergency again, or do you reckon he steps in? No, because I think Gyro will get booted for that. You reckon Gyro will slip on yeah. out and Walters yeah, will make Gyro way for Fife? Yeah, I think Gyro is the box seat to get booted um, out of the team because someone's going to have to leave. Because Fife's obviously injured, and Tracy's going to come in as well. So Tracy and Walters. Um, so I think Jairo makes way. I think he's just going to be the twenty-third man from now on um, if he plays. He didn't do too badly on the weekend, to be honest. But mate, how about the other long-haired, slightly older? We've got about three long-haired dudes at the moment: Jairo, Hayden Young, and Mundy. How about Mundy? Mate, big. Nah, I don't even. Yeah, like Ducky said, it's not even winding back clock, mate. Clock's never gone forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pause the clock. Time he's, machine. He's stuck um, in his own time zone. Yeah. The only time he was quiet was when he got pushed out of the midfield and had to play this weird forward role. And, you know, you put Buddy Pav or Bike in that role and they're probably their output drops down. So, yeah. Um, Play he's a midfielder, play him in the mid and then move Fife where we need him. I think um, has been been a good move. And man, Mundy's still like even when Mundy like incredible even when Mundy went forward, he was just he was insane on the lead, um, and just such a good set shot. Like you could really trust him. There's some sketchy things when Fife marks a ball and you see him looking over his shoulder, it's like, do not run round. Like, don't do that. Oh mate. How about just tabs? <laughs> um, and Fife just thinking they can kick off their opposite. Tab's kicking off his right foot from like 20 metres out is crazy talk. <laughs> Mate, come on. Um, and then, you know, a few guys like Switter running into an open goal and just dribbling it for a point. Brayshaw, 10 metres out, missing it. You know, there was we left like, you know, you're always going to kick a few behinds when you're in that, that much, but we left like you know, six to eight very like, goals that you or I would have kicked on the table. There were there were a few there were a few like that. I need to get 
the Death Star, the Death Star microphone needs to go straight to uh, Big Tab's ear sometimes, and just need to be not just whispering. Oh, need to be mic'd up. Yeah. Don't you dare. We need we need earphones in on him because um, it's like, mate, you, no, 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 stop no. tabs, think. And he's like, oh god, that should be like Schultz's role. <laughs> he does Schultz's become. <laughs> He's like an open book as well. You can see it coming from a mile away with a man that big. He, he leaves no secrets out there. He doesn't make anything unknown. Um, very easy to read as a forward, especially when he's going to run round. It's written in the yeah, – it's like a Boeing 747 running around or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like a big train. Yeah, you know it's um, coming. Tab train. It crabs out to the left. It'd be good if he just walked directly sideways, just crab walked, and then kicks it. Oh, yeah, mate, that's good. The crab. Other interesting things from the man, massive, um, massive for the young boys in the midfield. Like so exciting to see that kind of come to fruition in those three players, Chera Brayshaw, um, and just to see it all all happening and unfolding and just dominate yeah. and dominate against a good GWS team. Like they've still got yeah. Kelly. They got the what's the Italian guy's name? Miglio. Yeah, still got Miglio. Yeah. They've still got yeah, some... they got Hopper. They have um, Taranto. They have some yeah. really good, talented players. I think it's one. It's obviously we're a trusting tight knit midfield unit that you know has good coordination, and also it says a bit about the GWS are just a bunch of talented players that don't really care at the moment. Yeah, I like. I think Ross Lyon is going to have a job by the end of the year. It's going to be Carlton or GWS. Oh, how good if we how good if we flog Carlton and that's how Ross Lyon gets his next job. <laughs> All right, quick question without question without notice. If Carlton started getting coached by Ross Lyon, would you have a soft spot for them? I would, absolutely. I'd have a soft spot for him. I'd have a lot of I'd have a lot of sympathy for him. Um I don't know if Ross could jump into man, we're going sideways off the topic, but I don't know if Carlton could handle a Ross Lyon at this point. They really but I don't know what they've need. They've tried they've tried bloody the protege from Hawthorne, Bolton, was it? Bolton, yeah. Yeah, so they've tried Bolton, that. And then Teague, uh, who was, they've had Malthouse Malt and yeah. Ratton and then other ones in the meantime. It's like, yeah, oh, actually, they've had a few Mate, if they're going to do, it's a revolving door of coaches there. You might as well put Ross Lyon in there. Mate, I'd love to see Ross Lyon coach again. Maybe Ross Lyon coach Carlton and then convince Paddy Cripps to come to the Dockers. <laughs> Yells at him, mate. <laughs> and then comes across to the lo- loving coach that is just among us. Um, mate, what about just a score line from the weekend? 11 97 yeah. to 7-14. That is a lot of quick singles, my friend. Yeah, heaps of quick singles coming from everywhere. Probably the most disappointing yeah. singles were like, um, there was that hell good clearance we got, I think, at the start of the third, and Sean Darcy got it like 30 out and just didn't want to kick it. Um, yeah. I think there were a few chains where, like, getting on the end of it, and it's like, just give the boys a bit of a reward. Like, they've done so well, yeah. you kind of need to kick that and celebrate and be like, thanks for everything you did up the ground. Yeah. They're the depressing ones. The, the half chances and stuff that come along, but those ones where it's like you get a good clearance, it's so clean, you hit them 30 metres out, it's like you've really got to um, – they're the killers. They're the ones that hurt. So, And we had we had so many of them. The worst are the ones where 
they take a mark and everyone stops to have their rest, their 30 second rest. And then the person plays on quickly oh, yeah. for no reason and misses. It's like, okay, so not only do we not get a rest, also now we have to chase the other team because you are too give, to give us a rest. Like you played on for no reason. Unless, you, unless you're playing on, you, if you're playing, you have to score a goal. Oh. And you don't need Take to do it quickly. Seconds. Take your 30 seconds and guess what? The guy on the mark, he okay, literally, the guy on the mark can't move. He can't follow you. As yeah. much as as much as he knows yeah, you're exactly. going to run around, he's not allowed to move. <laughs> like, exactly, it's unreal. Take the thirty seconds. Um, yeah, it's very frustrating from a team point of view, particularly when you know when like you, there's a big build up. Obviously, this wasn't too stressful a game. There's a big build up, and then you get a mark, and everyone like watching at home sort of relaxes, like you have a sip of beer or something, and then next minute. The commentators talk like, "What? What happened? What, like, what they do? <laughs> like, you almost miss because they are so unpredictable. You miss the problem. Like, you miss what they did. But if, yeah, if your teammates don't know what you're doing, it's probably wrong. In in looking back on it, if you're going to do something, at least we did that on an occasion where kicking that many behinds doesn't cost us four points. So it was fantastic that we yep. kept we kept GWS. We're lucky that." Um, I thought Conker was really good down back, and the Bash Brothers did exceptionally well. They never even looked like scoring, and yeah. that was that was not just yeah. GWS had moments where they looked like they were lifting and things like that, but they were squashed. So games like that are going to happen. At least it's not one of those ones where we let a team off the rope and and they win by like three yeah, points. Yeah, yeah. So well, let's get that out of the way. It's also hell refreshing. And also, uh, you can go. What, yeah. No, you go. Kind of refreshing that a team doesn't really rock up a hundred percent, and we kind of have one of those games where we kick it. It doesn't normally happen. It doesn't normally happen like that for us. There's just yeah, we have those games and we lose. Um, So it is normally the other team. Yeah. Um. Yeah, GWS scoring fifty six points is a very familiar scoreline for us over the last couple of years. (laughs) (laughs) Scoring the fifties. The end of the game. Um, what was I going to say? Um, oh, so what about how all our injuries? I guess we have two defenders injured, but like all of our injuries tend to centre on key players in one part of the field. Like we'll either lose our whole back line or we lose our whole yeah. forward line now. Like it's five. Did Fife only get injured because he played in the forward line on the weekend? It's just a bit of bad juju. You want more spread? Yeah, I don't know, I guess. More even um, contribution from those that are injured. Yeah. It's a bit rude that all the injuries happen in one end of the ground. Um, I was going to say, oh, so I was thinking about something Dark said. You know how Dark sort of said we shouldn't trade at all? He's like, no more trade. Mm. Just basically trial. Um, I was like, a tweak on that rule should be that we only ever spend one first rounder or one second rounder on a player. So if we're going to trade, we just trade yeah. one first rounder for that player. So we're not doing a Hogan and trading like five draft picks for someone and then being like, oh, crap. So I think if we just only ever spend one draft pick on a player, one height, like you can trade three third rounders, I don't care about that. Um, then I think that way we cannot get bit so hard by trades. But in the end... It is what it is now. I don't think we'll be trading to players too much no. over the next few years. I think those trades will start to become less and less. Because AFL so spread and there's so many players on the ground, it really becomes less influential a single player like that. Like if 
it does become a bit of a money ball situation where it's like you're trying to attract and recruit one person, but one person on an AFL field can be quite, you know, you're not, you, there's some days where you're not going to get anything out. They're not get, it's hard to be a game winner as a single. Like Hogan never yeah. amounted to much. I mean, they're important, but I mean, yeah, you put all your eggs in one basket. I highly doubt we'll ever do that again. Um, and I don't think yeah. you'll get those Buddy yeah. Franklin things and those massive trades anymore because you get three, you know, three consistent all-rounders. I reckon that's worth it, yeah, especially when you're trying to put – it's not like NBA. Yeah, exactly. No, I agree. Um, uh, uh, There's still going to be the odd player. Like, if Dusty wants to leave to go to Sydney at some stage, Sydney's a place, not the team, um, then I think that'll be huge. There'll be, like, you know, three first-rounders and a player type thing. Um, But apart from that, I think it'll be clubs very wary of bringing in a gun unless they've just got a wealth of, you know, draft picks or talent or something like that. Um, all right, mate, I'm going to get in real early this week with the punting and Ooh. get on Dockers at 277 We at $2.77 to beat Carlton. Well, Carlton are the one team that have injuries like us. If you want to, yeah, I mean, I kind of, the thing with us versus Carlton week, the thing that's annoying me the most is so much Carlton news and pressure putting on them. It's like, can you just let Carlton suck for one more week before you put the blowtorch on them? Like, can you just let us beat them? Can we be the catalyst? Can we push them off the cliff and then you can have them? Don't don't bring it up yet. (laughs) Like, 100%. I wish we had had one more. Just let them have one more. But, yeah, they're throwing Crips under the bus. Apparently Crips is getting injected and all this to try play. And and, injured and... uh, Massive game. They have lost Jack Martin, who who normally kicks like two or three goals. Yeah, them, lost, lost two good small forwards. And Jack Fish is very quick. So they, they are two people that I would be concerned about getting off the chain. Um, some other odds this week. Brisbane are 210, now away. They were a home game, now away. There's Collingwood. I reckon Brisbane will bounce back. Well, I don't uh, think they have... What do they have to bounce back you know they should have they should have beaten Geelong down at Skilled, which would have been huge for them. So I don't think they're bouncing back from a lot, and I think Geelong played quite well. So I can hundred percent see Brizzy getting up in that. Yeah, exactly. Collingwood, and, um, Collingwood, and the other one, Carlton. Yeah, exactly. And the other one was GWS to bounce back against Melbourne. So Melbourne are renowned for a team that starts playing well and then reads their own press and then gets done by a crap team. 100%. GWS are going to get spanking after getting a spanking from us, getting yep. a paddling. Um, and so the heat on GWS, so they either have to respond or they're going to look like crap at 0-3 and their coach is going to, you know what I mean? So yeah. I think GWS might respond. I think definitely. There's a lot of, I mean, week three, there's still a lot of upsets. I think by five to six, tipping gets a little bit easier. But looking like Brisbane can definitely do it. I think Adelaide... Adelaide coming in as the roughie against Gold Coast is they're only two dollars, but I mean that's I I don't think Sydney can get up against Richmond. I'd probably more look at Hawthorne beating Geelong. Yeah, Hawthorne could get up on the Monday against Geelong. The other one I was thinking is Sydney are looking pretty good, and Richmond has been alright. Yeah, Sydney are looking alright at the moment. If anyone's going to give them a run, it's probably going to be Sydney. It is at the G. Um, and Richmond don't tend to lose there, but you know, I reckon that's a, a game to have a look at and maybe throw a few, you know, I'm gonna throw go a little with, lobster at it or something. 
I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go Hawks. I think Geelong are probably a bit spent after last week, and Hawthorne. Hawthorne love beating Geelong, and they'll get stuck into Isaac. Yeah. Yeah, Isaac Smith. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Mate, what do you want to see this week versus Carlton? Just give us your one-liner. <laughs> Four points? <laughs> Four behind score. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, nah, it'd just be probably come come half-time, it'd be good if we're maybe within, within or around two goals. I think if we're at half-time and we've kind of nullified, I think Carlton will come out firing. And if we're in the game playing all right and we're getting our feet, because yep. got a lot of young players, like I'm trying not to get ahead of myself. We've still got a lot of young players not used to travelling, playing over there. Carlton got a lot to play for. If we can settle and be in the game at half time, um, I think we're in good stead to finish off and be a little bit more mature than Carlton. I like that. I've got two liners. One, My first one liner is I want us to get the ball inside 50 equivalent to how we did last week. Like, it might yeah. be a bit harder with pressure or whatever. But no bombs, you know, you know, we're actually hitting targets out in front, taking marks, you know, getting like 15 marks inside 50. Type. We're going to get 20 like we did last week. Using the ball inside 50, and I want to see the big Cyclone Tracy, the big Kahuna. I want to see him crash some packs, man, kick his first AFL goal. Wow. Throw some, throw some weight um, around. No, looking forward to seeing big Tracy get named and and bombs and people. <laughs> Looking forward yeah, to very it. good. We will probably defend yeah, him a, next week. Truck. Defend him next week when he gets three weeks. We'll be on. We we'll like he oh, should have yeah, braced. Mate, he was just he was bracing, <laughs> bracing for contact. His forearm was bracing for contact with the back of the defender's head. And hundred oh, percent. I feel like we would probably be pretty reasonable in that situation and be like, yeah. no, he definitely strike that guy and it should get weak. But some people just have no insight into like how one-eyed they are. Mm, definitely. Um, very good, mate. Oh, well, should we leave it there? Yeah, made it through our first 30-minute app. Hopefully the app flows smoothly, our new technology works, everything comes out good. Yes, exactly. We'll find out shortly. And um, until till next week, you know, go Dockers. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Go, go big, go big Psycho and Tracy. <laughs> Thank you.